Uchi Wally Wally, Uchi Bang Bang. Okay, Is that like baseline? It's part of, don't show them the guts to teach these devils. It's the like, the, <laughs> it's only like the fortieth date, and you're already t- fucking showing them all the guts. Wilson is sick. No, he's at a concert. He's indulging in that Yakubian music he enjoys so much. He's actually on a secret mission, learning your weaknesses. And I am here in the annals of the Jekka. I finished my holy pilgrimage, and I have arrived finally. And I am facing the north, because that's where it's cold and where white women will definitely be. Don't worry about me. Kate, stop bringing up real stuff. (laughs) This is real. We are here with Kate Hogan, filling in for Wilson, I guess, now officially. Yeah. Another immigrant taking their job. You're not an immigrant. (laughs) I'm not from Ohio. (laughs) Immigration. And guess who our special fucking piece of shit guest is? Someone who's definitely going to bring up some old bullshit. A young man. A uh, motherfucking certified (laughs) A fucking that thinks he can also have a Tonight Show. Ooh. He's never invited either of us on the Tonight Show. He invited me and I will be there. Thank you so much. <laughs> Marcelo <laughs> Hernandez. Hello, Marcelo. I didn't get Hi. an invite. What's Listen, up? You didn't even plus one me. I got invited personally and thank you. There seems to be there seems to be an elephant I want to touch. Let's, t- let's touch it. For everybody at home that's saying, why, no, why is, no, why is, why is Wait, Jeb stop. coming at Marcelo so aggressively <laughs> from the jump? I mean, and then he talks about this. Oh, why Marcelo's going to you know bring what? up some old. I just, I just want the record to be straight. Because what? I can see some of your listeners at home being confused. You know, it's been a while. So I just want to let everybody know that I dismantled Jeb in FIFA the first time I was on this podcast. He took away all my power. Just dismantled him. So that's why he feels so aggressive at first. But there's a lot of love between us, Jeb. There's so much. I, I fucking love you, man. You're very hilarious. You are doing better than me. You're younger. You have more world in front of you, definitely. Yes, but less world behind me, Jeb. You know what I mean? (laughs) Just wait until you get there, and I'm already dead. You're going to be able to... I'll write you. I'll give you everything. Yes, Jeb, but but this is the thing. I can never catch up to you. No, man. I could never catch up to you. You're right. I'm a Saturn V rocket. I'm the fucking... The fucking... The biggest machine ever built by man. Come meet the mountain. The fucking manic got himself. Of course. (laughs) I'm all those things. Because even if you die, Jeb, you will have experienced that before me. Right. As most things. Mm. (laughs) See what I'm saying? Yes, my friend. The one thing maybe I have on you is... um, my uh, my sweet sweet palate for Latin music. You do you do play some <laughs> fucking fire warm up tunes in the break. Do this show's litty lit. Um yeah, we'll, we'll hopefully one day you know we'll, we'll teach these devils about Latin music. We're definitely gonna have to. Marcelo though, yeah, we have a lot of things in common. I really we have a great vibe, even though you're such a ute. Them, I'm very proud of all the uh, your accomplishments in comedy. You have a, a very staunch head, I think. And the last time you were here, I was so fucking tight about being, as you put it, um. Uh, how'd you say? Uh, not badly beaten, but put on an excellent contest in FIFA. Okay. I, uh, <laughs> not overall, not on aggregate, but a great performance. I'll admit that. All Are we talking about comedy or video games? We're talking about both. Like, this is everything, Kate. Okay. Yeah. Um, Teach. But yeah, you have a show that's uh, part of your university. That's dope. Yeah, just started that. Um, Marcelo Live from Skirt. JCU. That sounds Skirt. familiar. Uh, why? It sounds like this thing that I heard of. It was called, um, uh, uh, Jeb Show. The Jeb Show. See, like, <laughs> great minds, they say, as they say. It's true. It's fucking, and I, I, your show is a, a whole different kind of thing, and it's more, um, it's definitely more, uh, uh, multimedia. Yeah, definitely. I remember, um, I remember seeing your show, The Jeb Show, yeah. at, uh, the five o'clock. Mm-hmm. And that was awesome, because it was like, um... When I first started doing comedy, it was such a, a pedestal that's put on these shows, you know? Like, yeah. you look at people, like, that are hosting Late Night or hosting any type of talk show. Of course. And you look at them, like, just like, wow, that's insane. I can never do that, et cetera, et cetera. Um, or I just don't know what it would entail. And then I remember walking into that, that uh, the Jeb show, man, and it was, like, a little taste of what can happen with uh, a little bit of dedication, oh, yeah, regardless of your surroundings. 
So yeah, you're definitely. I would definitely consider you an influence, Jeb. Inspirational. I didn't mean that. I, think the- but I, I don't know about that. inspirational, but definitely an influence. <laughs> inspirational. Yeah, you can't really draw insp- inspiration off something that's indefinable. You exactly. Know I mean? Indefinable. So, um, and our things are different enough that I think it's influence rather than inspiration. It's okay if he's your hero. He's like your Ohio daddy. No, man, it's not like that at all. It's a whole nother thing. Everyone's <laughs> fucking like. Apparently, I'm an important person right now. But um, well, you're teaching, man. I'm already teaching, man. Marcel, I don't think you're coming on. Um, so you've been doing a lot of shit though. Like, Kate is a also a published uh, author. Yeah. And like all kinds of shit. Like she's got the, she's working on her Pulitzer. But you're fucking out here. You're like you were in New York like last weekend, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've been doing doing New York a bit. Um, New York is the best, man. I really like being there. I, I'm, I'm like a very, uh, I feed off of energy a lot and sometimes. Uh, Just don't move to Williamsburg. There's not a lot of energy there. <laughs> energy. Or Bushwick. It's just a lot of yuppies. I believe they're called hipsters out in Ohio, but it's a bunch of yuppies. Kids on trust funds now want to do the cool thing. And the poor thing is always the cool thing. Being poor and gentrifying. Yeah. My favorite part about gentrification is that there's more stuff. Like every time you break into the house, it's more money. Mm. You know what I mean? Yum yum. Um. So Which yeah, so I've been in New there? York a bit. Yeah, New York has been cool. Yeah. Um I did. Uh, I perform at the Grizzly Pear a lot. That's a great club in okay. New York. It's on the McDougal. And then this last this last time, I got to do a uh, late night show at the Comic Strip, um, which is a. Uh, old club it's like the first club jerry seinfeld performed at which yeah. is like to be on the stage was crazy it felt really good that's dope yeah i uh i've never been in new york properly i drove by one time damn on my historical black colleges tour Ooh, but um, <laughs> yeah, that must have been a blast dude. it was dope i was like Ooh, <laughs> look at that but uh yeah man like I don't know. Some people are like, oh, I'm going to go to Chicago. I'm going to go to New York. Where do you think you're going to end up? Probably New York. Yeah, I want to live there pretty badly. I feel like it, it'll be good. I, I, I'm i from Miami, Florida, which is a larger city. And then um, I left to Cleveland, which is a smaller city comparatively. And, so you're Goldilocks. Um, huh? <laughs> <laughs> one's too big, one's too small. New York's just right. Goldilocks. I've never heard this uh, this the refrain, paradox. this mer- metaphor. The bears? <laughs> she like goes to the bears and it's Goldilocks. She finds a house and she eats porridge. And she's like, oh, this porridge is too hot. Well, this one's too cold. And then she, find one that she finds one that's just right. So she eats mm. that porridge. And then um, she goes... <laughs> kind of forget the end because I don't think as children we were told they ate her. But... They got it. This is uh, <laughs> well, I've been waiting I'll, to speak to you about Goldilocks. Man. I've been waiting to speak to you for a long time yeah, about all, Goldilocks. Man. All of your uh, all of your Goldilocks listeners are like, finally, a truther. Goldilocks, Goldilocks Dude, if I was gonna be a truther for anything though, I'd be a truther about aliens, bro. Aliens? Aliens. I need to know if they're big real. alien guy. Are you, Jeb? Dude, I'm afraid of the aliens as they're described, and that's how I know that they're probably real and they're all black. You know, the Pope said that he would baptize any alien that wanted it. Who? Pope Franny. Man, fuck that. But aliens can't get wet. Haven't you seen all the movies? Yeah, man. They multiply. There's oil during the <laughs> Just throw out. Just like make this like a 12-year-old conversation. Like, yeah. dude, if I see an alien, I'm going to shoot it with my water gun. Dude. Other kid that has no idea what he's talking about. Right? You can't do that, dude. They multiply. They're going to grow up, man. Fourth party kid that also doesn't know what's going on but wants to support the car. Yeah, I read that as well. Yeah, they <laughs> do They do multiply. When you <laughs> read that in the Wall Street Journal, yeah. Jared. Yeah, always carry pears in your pocket if you, <laughs> if you want to see aliens. You want to see an alien? <laughs> You want to see alien, bro? Smoke a fucking coffee. Yeah. Right? And you then smoke. Fucking... You smoke two coffees. You're an alien, town. Yeah, That's all you need. Yeah, bro. I got high off rosemary last night. <laughs> oh, yeah. My mom let me uh, smoke cigarettes for uh, always. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my mom just lets me smoke, bro. Dude, I'll tell you what. I have a funny story about that. <laughs> um, this is this is like awful, but I think I'm in a place where I can talk about it now. Uh, when I was in like third or fourth grade I was on a bus uh, to school every morning 
And on the bus one day, on the way home, I wanted to like be cool. And I told everybody on the bus that my parents let me smoke and drink. Hell yeah. I told everybody like, oh man, I always <laughs> smoke the cigs and then I drink and then I get dizzy. And I, started, dizzy, and I started like describing this and then uh so unbeknownst to me I, I say this i'm the coolest guy on the bus for like a day yeah. and then i get home and then like i don't remember the time frame but some like no more than a week later i get home one day and my mom is like marcelo uh the phone it's for you hello and i was like hello, hello? and she the lady goes this is Child Protective Services, and we're talking about how your parents let you smoke and drink. And if that's true, we're going to have to take you away from your family. And I just start bawling. and goes like, oh, my God. What are they doing? And then well, my mom's looking at me like, what? What's going on? And I was like, oh, my God. I don't want to leave you, Mom. And she's like, what? And then I give her back the phone, and she starts talking to me. And my mom's like, Marcelo, what's going on? You said that you smoked. I was like, I was lying. <laughs> I just wanted to be cool on the bus. And, uh, be and then, cool on the bus. And my mom's like, oh my God, you know, I'm going to have to get go get tested. And if they come out positive, they're going to take you away from me, Marcel. And I was like, ah, just like hysterical, right? And so the tests, she moves, my mom goes somewhere to get tested apparently or something. And comes back and she's like, okay, it's fine, but you can't do that because you see what happens, whatever. Your mom got tested for drugs. No. Like, so yeah. So whatever. So then. So then. Listen to this. So then. That's how you it ends. Fucked up big time. That's how that memory ends in my life. That's how it ends. It's like that. I remember my mom. Like, everything ended up being okay, and I, I didn't have to leave my family. But then, you like three years ago, I remember being at a CVS and I was buying like a birthday card or something, and I call my mom and I'm just like, oh mom, whatever, I'm doing this, and I was I was like, oh mom, do you remember that time when Child Protective Services called us and tried to take me away because I said that I would smoke and drink at the house and she was like <laughs> and I was like what's so funny mom and she's like that was my friend Lucy we totally got you Marcelo I was like what for like what 15 years now what she had planned it all out this woman had faked the whole call just so I could, like, apparently the bus driver called, like, uh, my mom and told her, That's hilarious. your son's talking trash on the bus. <laughs> he's saying he's some sort of hot shot that smokes and drinks because you guys let him. I'm smoking cigars on Yo, the bus. I don't give a fuck. It's me, Marcelo. Just ignorance. And then Beautiful. I found out lay, way later down the line <laughs> that it was all a bit. And... Now I have an amazing strategy for any time my kid messes up. Like you know, this is gonna be passed down, like gen- next Your mom generation. Got you, bro. yo. She is. Shout I think out it's to crazy my mom. how much like kids just believe like trust adults. Like they just are like, oh, that's cool, that's acceptable. No, I no, completely yeah, I'll get in the car. I mean, yeah. you guys didn't question it. You guys are adults, and you guys weren't like. You didn't try to yeah, put two and two together. Fucking, yeah. You were just like, you were just mom, like, yeah, you, you were talking on the bus and, and the bus driver heard you and he was worried. So he called CPS. Yeah, like you guys, it, it's believable. And yeah. that's how. It's believable up until the point where like they called your house and talked to you and were like, we're coming. They just, cho- maybe it's yeah, because I've had ever talks to the real kids. CPS. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> like, tells like, the kid that they're going to come yeah, and get him. Yeah, no like, way they tell no, the kid. No, they come. What happens when CPS is called is they open an investigation and they usually bring you to like, they call, like they come to your house, not called. They like come to your house and go, this is CPS. We need to do an investigation. Like right then, right there, your door is open. They're going through the house. I definitely wasn't old enough. I should have Googled CPS. <laughs> <laughs> How funny would that be? How much of a backfire would that have been to my mom? My mom's like, so what's going on? And I'm like, hmm. Well, what if like you Googled them and they, and like all these stats came up about like how many foster kids and then like you even got worse and you're just like or, or traumatized I, the rest of your life. Damn, I wish I wasn't so gullible. Imagine if I was like, <laughs> imagine if I was like, hmm, what's your badge number, Miss Lady? Like what if I would have said something intelligent like, oh yeah? Yeah, where do you work? Where's your where's your branch of CPS? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like let me let me look into your your people, make sure this is all legit. Mom, uh, there's some crazy lady on the phone. Let me figure this out. But I was so young, you know. I'm, Kids are so that's dumb. That's nuts. I totally got caught. You got busted, bro. Yeah, man. 
My niece uh, liked to do this thing when she was living with me. Um, she wouldn't, she'd take her seatbelt off as soon as she came in. Like we were like driving. She's like five years old. Take her seatbelt off mm. as soon as she gets in the house. Like, or not the house, the, uh, like the housing development. Okay. So we're off the main streets. She sees that seatbelt comes off. I've yelled at her a bunch of times. And then finally, like she just keeps doing it thinking she's smart and sneaky. So finally I see her do it in the rearview mirror. And she does it real, like she makes sure the click doesn't happen and she pulls it off. Oh. And so I slam on my brakes and her face goes full into, like five years old, into the back of the the seat and falls down. And then she's like, oh, what was that? And I was like, there was a bunny. There, there was, was a bunny. A, a fake bunny. <laughs> and she's like, what? Is it okay? And her total like concern. So, and I'm almost like, oh. uh, yeah, no, it, it hopped away, but you got to keep your seatbelt on because that can happen. Mm. And she's like, oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Now kids are dumb. Lesson learned. I will. I haven't. I haven't lied <laughs> like that since. I've been very quiet on the program, and that's because we have a surprise guest. Ooh. Um. It is the one, the only. <laughs> Dave Flint. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. Hello. Yeah, you know, we'll see you the other one. What's up, my guy? Dave Flint's in the motherfucking house. He's in the house. Welcome. He's he's been dapped by he's everybody dapped in by here. Everyone. I mean, hey, we got things going on. I mean, it's big things going here on the Jeb Show today. Um, well, quite frankly, no. We, me and Marcelo <laughs> had this planned actually. Yeah, Marcelo was planned to be on the show. He just told a great story. He just missed a great tale about um. CPS. CPS. His mom played the fuck out of him with CPS. It was great. CPS. <laughs> child, child Protective Services. Child Protective oh, Services. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. We're going to Dave set up and it's going to go swimmingly. We'll be back shortly. Oh, we recording right yeah, now? We're going right oh, now. yeah. This is a horrible story. So I thought this was UK, Hogan. So we're back with Dave Flint. I got in a car accident on the way to my grandma's funeral. My mom's trunk latch flipped up, shattered the window. I had glass all in my eyeballs. I'm swerving all over. I get to the edge of the road and I'm calling AAA. And out of nowhere, this like superhero white lady just pulls out like scoo scoo to the side, hops out like, hey, you're right. I'm on the phone with AAA, but I thought it was you because she looked just like you. And I was like, I was always mad. Like, don't you see me on the fucking phone with AAA? Like, what? <laughs> asked me about a fucking open mic. I almost died right now. Like, why the fuck did you just put? But it wasn't you at all. But so I'm so relieved that it wasn't you. That <clears throat> that it wasn't you. And we're so much more better friends now that I know that it wasn't. <laughs> That's hilarious. I know, right? I gotta find. Actually, I have one of those uh, faces. Um, hey, it's you, face. Yeah. No, like people <laughs> hey, all the time. You. They're like, <laughs> "Hey, it's you." You do have that pullover side of the road in the car accident face. Do you need help? Yeah. That is. Everything have... okay over here? <laughs> no. Well, I got one of those where people are like, "You look just like my best friend from like middle school. You look just like my cousin. You look just like I get that." You do look just like you my cousin. Like... <laughs> you, I was just gonna say it too. I was like. Oh. She does look like that. Yes, that's exactly it. But also, I have once asked to speak to a cop's supervisor, so I feel like I have that face, too. Yeah, you definitely have that face. You got the the complexion for protection. You ever asked to speak to a cop's supervisor before? I don't even know. I don't even ask to talk to a giant eagle supervisor. Man. Cops have bosses. They drive the all-black car. Oh, okay. They're not called a supervisor. It's a lieutenant. Give me your supervisor. supervisor. They are. That's their supervisor, and it's called their. It's just like a higher rank. Whoever their supervisor is, that is, that is their super. It's not like a manager, but it's like a lieutenant. And so uh, sometimes when I get drunk, I go up to cops and I like to ask them, "Are you a good cop or a bad cop?" And they stare at me, and I'm like. Are you and they're like, oh, I like to think I'm a good cop. And I go, then why aren't you whistleblowing on all the bad cops? Who is your lieutenant? I want to speak to. How many times have you done this? A lot. No, no, no. Seriously, give me a number. Y'all see the terror in my eyes right now? Probably at least a dozen. What? Probably at least a dozen. Yeah. You said, are you a good cop? You realize that that is a threat, right? You realize that you are so lucky you haven't been punched in the mouth. By a cop, right? Am I crazy? Uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> punched. <laughs> punched with, with bullets? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, that's insane that you... Punched full of holes? <laughs> that is, yeah, I don't like cops. Sometimes I get, drunk I get a stomachache every time I see cops. Look away. That's the 
that sounds yes. like sometimes when I'm drunk, I get I go a thousand feet in the air and I run on a tightrope. Just great sometimes i actually uh get drunk and walk around recreation centers with toy guns it's like one of my favorite pastimes shout out sometimes i wear a hood at work and then they give out skittles <laughs> <laughs> did y'all see what we just did right there? yeah it's white privilege okay yeah, so what's it like? What is it? What does the white privilege feel like? Like, explain, explain it to us. In we're detail. about to learn today. We're we gonna learn today. That's it. There's nothing more to talk about, dude. That's it. That's the- no, I want to delve. I want to delve in deeper to this, though. I wanna- She's drunk. She doesn't. She barely even feels. She just says. Well, that's what it is. That's what the point of like privilege is. It's kind of like with dudes, like when they can walk into a room and not like work, you know, you can uh, hang out with guys alone and not really worry about getting sexually assaulted. Or you can like right. go to, if like a guy has like, um, like I was telling about, it, I was in a sketch comedy class, the, the class now by Michael like Bush or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I didn't sign up for the first one because it was just an address in Lakewood. And I was like, this might be at this man's apartment. I'm not about that. Like I can't. Do that, even though other dudes can. It's not actually. It's not. It's at like an actual office space. But I don't even think privilege is as good as word as just like recklessness. White recklessness. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's it. White danger. <laughs> White danger. No, I don't. I'm not. Um, I actually have to be drunk because I get panic attacks with cops. Um, I've been threatened with charges before. Um, when I was in Athens, I actually uh changed the whole entire policy down there on sexual assault and everything. Um, but Say what? You can Google. So is it okay now? Like you can you Google mean, Kid Ogan. No. You can also Google Teachers Devils and some of our sponsors. Uh, first sponsor is Gourmand's Deli. Get there, you dumb dumb, between hey. two and five. Only on the weekdays, idiot, because they're balling. Margolius, 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 and Associates. Goya. She'll eat Goya. She'll Goya. <laughs> also, shout out to. Um, Gyro meat. <laughs> Shout out to Mr. Allen Sportswear. Fubu twenty nine two fifty. Fubu DKNY. You ever been to Mr. Allen's twenty nine two for fifty? That you were told to, to talk about today. Uh, was not given a sponsor. Oh come on! You, you got. I'll say it for her. Don't. Kate's sponsor. <laughs> Jim Jams. Job store. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, there's a culture that Kate could speak to right now publicly on this fucking huge forum of Teachy Devil. Hundreds of thousands of listeners a minute. No, she's teaching us today. She's teaching us about this privilege. Here. Listen. What it's like. When What's the I most dangerous up, thing you feel like? White irresponsibility. White irresponsibility. Because, like, it, I don't know if it's a privilege as much as it's just um, a green light hmm. for recklessness. I wouldn't say it's irresponsibility because, I mean, that's like saying it's irresponsible when a bird jump off a building. Man. Birds? It'll be okay. Can fly. Yeah, and white people cannot be shot by police and can ask them are they a good cop when they drunk. Scoop? <laughs> Scoop, scoo. Everybody's got a type of candy that they like and a candy that they don't like. And if you see, like, for example, I don't like cinnamon candy. So when I see cinnamon Altoids, I'm Ooh. also uh. against it. You know what I mean? Uh. Some people don't like mint. That drives me nuts. But some I people don't like mint. Some people don't like mint. It's true. I'm I sorry. really don't like mint. See, there we there's go. There's a world of drinks you won't enjoy. Peppermint. One in four yum, people yum. don't like mint. I also think there's like a, an intersection too of privilege. <laughs> double mic. Of privilege in the been sense. double mic. I have not been double mic. Uh, triple mic. This is intense. Um, as far as privilege, because like uh, what, a few years ago, my downstairs neighbor was like this crazy. He was on cocaine. He always had like crazy. Weird, I don't know. I slept through this stuff, but my two roommates swore up and down that there were like crazy sex parties all night or something like that. Um, and he got his car towed repeatedly. And so he was just like a hot mess of a person. Well, I woke up one morning to a cop in my in my room because we had a duplex, mm-hmm. a Lakewood cop in my room, and I was sleeping naked. And, I, and he was just like, you getting up? You waking up? We need to ask what you questions. Like, fuck? in my house. And I like A pulled, cop went in your bedroom yeah. while you was naked. That's yeah, full on me see, too. That's see, rape. Is, that's full on. But now we, see the, fuck. now we see the other side of the irresponsibility slash privilege is... She shouldn't have been sleeping there naked. No, you no, no. You never know when a it's cop will walk in your bedroom. The cop was a white guy, yeah? If... I, I now I don't I hate to get into this I really don't get them but teach these devils but teach maybe that's another the other side of it is that uh, if you were not white maybe you'd be more tripped out about having a cop in your place no, I was 
If you were not white and the no, cops I think it was the, the naked part. The race part. That, no, I don't like cops. I get... Um, How do you like cops when you're naked? I don't like cops. I don't think anybody likes no, cops not, when you're naked. No. Especially walking into your bedroom. Yeah, no, I was... You pre- don't and have then, clothes So then on. I was like, can I put clothes on? Like, I pulled everything up and he goes, fine, and shuts the door. Fine? Like, it's my house. Like, no one invited fine? you in. Fine? Like, that aggravated him? Like, all right, fine. So I came out and there are two cops in my house, like, in my upstairs duplex. And I looked at my roommate, Lucas, and I was like, is everything okay? Did you call these guys? Why are they in the house? They shouldn't... No one called them. And they're like, man, what were you doing last night? Da, da, da. And I was like... I had just gotten a new job. I was like, I went out and celebrated. I got a new job. What in the world is happening? They're like, oh, did you touch glass last night? And that's how they said it. And I was like, I had drinks. I don't think they go, oh, well, you also broke down the door. And I was like, what happened? So you know how like a duplex has like stair up platform. You turn, you go the next stairs up. Like it's not just a straight stairway up. Um, On the platform was my jacket. I had taken when I got into the like my apartment, I took on platform was my jacket which had my wallet in it outside had muddy shoes because I walked through the yard so I had taken my shoes off got to the platform taken my jacket off and then I got inside um and they were just like oh well you broke the door and I was like no I didn't there's broken glass and blood all over here and there's Kat Von D makeup which like even if you don't know me you're looking at me like, hold on what actually did happen I blood think one and of the glass guys, and that's what, what the guy downstairs said he thought his ex broke in and he kept saying that to them, and they're like, well, you said you touched glass. And these two cops who, like, walked in, had no boundaries, were just, like, trying to wake me, like, had nothing to do. They were just like, no, you already, they told my landlord wait, I said wait, wait. I did they it. They thought you broke into yes. your own house. We took my shoes off, <laughs> broke the glass, walked through the glass without getting any cuts on my feet, yeah. took my jacket off upstairs, had my keys still for no reason, like, took my keys out. And they were like, well, your jacket's down here, too. So that's oh why. And your wallet's God. in my jacket. So they told oh me that I don't carry a pocketbook. And they just kept making this stuff up. And Lucas was trying what? to be like, that's not what. And then Sean, who he called the cops, was just like, man, you didn't answer your phone. They're like, yeah, because she was drunk. And I'm like, you called me at 730 in the morning on a Sunday. So uh, the cops came into your room yep. while you was naked your and fucking asked room. you, did you break into your own house? Into your fucking house. Yeah, no, cops oh, okay. are, this, I, this I am sure. not, it's a whole sure. terrible, which is why when I get drunk, I get this liquid recklessness, and I get real pissed, because cops have, um, any time, which I know is, I know this is not like normal white girl, white woman status, when I was young, and the Just cops would you, get boo. called, do you. Well, that's what, when I was young, and the cops would get called on my father, they would come in and go, what's the problem, why are, and they could look at my mother, and they go, why are you putting your kids through this, and then, um, when I got older, and I, uh, filed like rape charge like I went and made like a could actually called a complaint they threatened if I went to the media I would be charged when I asked with what they said oh well we can't tell you that but if you keep pushing this the last woman was charged oh so they threatened you with some type of conspiracy cover up yep. situation if you told about them coming to your room while you was naked and accusing you of breaking your own well, house it's called that was college this and oh. then the second one when I tried to complain what? Yeah, no, cops. They have did never it again in college. The yeah. same cop went again no, when no. he was in college. And like, hey, I'm back. No, like, this is like oh. I went to college at OU, oh, God. Ohio. So that's in Athens, and then the up here, which actually now OU has like a whole entire different policy about reporting for students or for citizens, like or residents of the city, sexual assault. But um, and then up here, when that I just don't like cops. Cops have never, whenever the status quo has fallen, I've always fallen on the other side of it, and they enforce the status quo. Which is why when I get drunk and I get angry, I can now walk up to, and they're usually middle-aged cops, I will say that. They're not like young guns out there. They're these middle-aged cops that I'm just like, you a good cop or a bad cop? (laughs) Are there any black people around when you do this? I'm guessing no. Um, I mean, in the bars, if they're in the bars, but not like, oh, I guess Jasmine was with me a few, not Jasmine, my other friend Jasmine. Oh, other black Jasmine that lives in Canada? (laughs) What? (laughs) There's another one? Canadian. Yeah, Marcelo, you ever been a victim of the, you know? Yeah, Marcelo. Have you ever 12 ever fuck with your booty hole? Um, I mean, big pause. <laughs> <laughs> big bet. Um no, I've been pretty 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 safe. You ever pretty, call the cops, you fucking little snitch? Never um, been harassed, accosted, none of that. Kevin um, Costner, none of that. Oh, one time I was on a uh, one of those um, buses to uh, party from school. They pick you up. They pick everybody up. And they party go, bus. They, yeah, one of those party buses. 
<laughs> one of these vehicles Buses, that are you know, big the party. And they take many people and they're made for some sort of event. Party um, bus. So, uh, yeah, I was in one of those and it was Halloween. Everybody was dressed up and um, uh, we're sitting on this bus and uh, we're like underage, you know, but there's like people are drinking. Yeah. And then uh, out of nowhere, we're like halfway to our destination and out of nowhere, police pulls over the party bus. Right, which is already dangerous because people are not of age. Tell them. And then this is the wild part, mind you. I go to a small Division three school. No For soccer. Under, <laughs> no under, big deal. Under four thousand students at this university. I'm at <laughs> and uh, <laughs> not um, these two guys take off their masks, and they're much older than all of us, <laughs> and they're like. We're the police. Everybody put your hands up. And then now they're just like, just going one by one down the road. That's a beer. You're arrested. That's a beer. You're arrested. That's a beer. You're arrested. Nonstop. Stop. How? Yeah, man. What? And then this is this is the wild part. He pretended like he didn't have a good story. How? <laughs> I mean, you know, this is one thing. Then, How did they get on the bus? Didn't you guys pay for Because they had a mask on, like undercover Halloween. cops dressed up like they were so on undercover Halloween. Undercover cops was busting underage drinkers on a Halloween party bus. That they're not driving. None of us are driving. We're all on a, just on a party bus. That's a yeah. First of all, how caught, did y'all get a party God. bus under twenty one? It's just a bus that, t- that it's a shuttle bus. It's like a big shuttle bus, and they play uh, music. It's a, it's a it's a it's a Cleveland yeah, thing. I thought you made y'all rented a party bus. No, like, they don't. They don't. It well, basically it's a party is bus, for us though to go downtown and yeah. to Coventry, but this guy d- he drives. We all you pay him a couple just bucks. A bus? That's no, fucked up. Yeah, it's a cop bus. Yeah, dude. And did, then, how did they know though? Did they like just hop in with you guys? Yeah, it's like a classic bus. It comes picks everybody up every week. That's if like you, a car for everyone. No, thank you. What the, costume did they have yeah, on? That's why Uber. I the lesson here is Uber. <laughs> I know that. I know they were wearing they party were, Uber. They were wearing like just regular clothing and then a mask, which is like that's it. it is that a cop sense. uniform and a Jason? <laughs> That'd be funny. That would I'm be gonna funny. go as a surprise. We cop. I'm gonna go as an undercover cop. Those, those uniforms are really realistic. <laughs> Girl, this mustache for a long time. Those are, those look Halloween. good, man. Man, you look strong. <laughs> Yo, did did your uncle a cop and he let you borrow his uniform? Right. Marcel, have you ever been off the bus and something crazy happened? Because I feel like you can take two. <laughs> Both of my stories are bus stories. Bus, bus, bus. Um, Dave Flint. You and buses. Dave Flint, remember that time that cop took your subway and threw it in the trash? What? That was definitely one of the worst moments of my life. That was, you told that last time we were here on TC's Devil's Return, guys, Dave Flint. The hey, secret guys, guest. check out that episode. We don't want to dive into that. No, man, man that was a great that. story, though. But, I got um, pulled over on a bike twice. Excuse me? Yes, sir. How? Being black. You got pulled over on a bike? Bicycle. Bicycle. Want to ride my... Yeah, Bicycle. real story, man. Two squad cars. Two? I mean, cause Did you two. say, are you a good cop or a bad cop? <laughs> right when they pulled over. I don't say it when they're harassing me. I say it when they're like minding their own business and I'm like, uh, this motherfucker. You don't say it when they're oh, pulling you up on Bicycle. No. Okay. Real brave. I did have a cop uh, when I was like 15. We didn't even have sex. Uh, I was at the park with my... With the cop? No, That's normally a thing? My boyfriend. Oh, okay. At the time. Yes. No, I, we were 15. Wait, he was what? 16. Hold on, hold on. Wait, okay. <laughs> Your 16-year-old boyfriend was a cop. I'm 16, and I'm a cop, and I'm here to party. <laughs> Let's go to the park. We were in the park because he was going to, he got me. Off duty. Uh, yes. He got me a telescope to see the Andromeda Galaxy. Oh, he was trying to hit. So we're up there in like McKinley Park. Oh, yeah. and that was smooth. I Baby <laughs> girl, I got this telescope. He made up, I want to see these other worlds with you. He made up a galaxy that doesn't exist, <laughs> so they'll be out there forever. It's called the Andromeda. You see that? That's the Klingon galaxy, baby. <laughs> it's called the Androgynous. You, you still that? haven't seen That's it. That's called Battlestar. Galactica girl. She's like, I think I see it. He's like, Nah, that's not it. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, we went out. We went out to this park because you can only see it like right before dusk during like this. Of course, time of course. The, the Andromeda is. And we don't even <laughs> stay you can up only late. See it at we two wake in the up morning. early. Like we're waking up early for this. And afterwards, like we see it, the sun comes up. We both have to go to school, so we pack up the telescope. He has it. I have it in one hand, and he. Um, and we're walking back, and we parked in the park. Like we probably shouldn't have done that because it does close at dark, and. um Oh, and the cop comes up and he goes, what have you kids been up to? Mm. And like shines mm. the flashlight at us. And we're like, oh, we got the telescope. We're like, 
well, right now we're on our way to school, but we just looked at the Andromeda Galaxy up on the hill, and he goes, uh-huh. That's and not then a real went, galaxy. <laughs> and then, and then you, you kids were out here doing sex to one another. Well, he, like, flashed the light, like, in my face, and he goes, does your daddy know where you are? And I was like, he said daddy, and I was just like, well, he left about two years ago and owes a lot of child support. So if you find him, oh man, like I was pissed. <laughs> and my like ex man, like can you not? Can you not be you right now? And he like shines the flashlight over at Adam and then like pulls the flashlight down to his sixteen-year-old boy Ugh. and goes, "What's in your pocket?" Mm. And what's in your wallet? Uh, he pulled out a flashlight and was like, "Well, the flashlight, because we're obviously we got we got the telescope. We're at, like, and I like, we weren't even yeah. like." Out of breath, we were, hair wasn't messed up. Like we were just like we need to get to school. Yeah, we and need to get was, to school. Like that's thanks. <laughs> I appreciate you paying attention. Yeah, <laughs> but <laughs> he was just a real rude cop. That's why. Fuck twelve. Fuck twelve. Fuck twelve. Fuck twelve. Fuck twelve. Fuck twelve. You've not been having a lot of luck with police, despite Listen, your complexion. Imagine if she was black. She'd already be Ooh, dead. We yeah, gotta. We gotta. Definitely ch- be dead. You'd be big dead. Hashtag Kate Hogan. We gotta check out the Andromedus Galaxy. You can Sometimes only see it when your parents are at work. The Andromedus. Is <laughs> <laughs> Man, what do you, girl? I'm gonna show we you were talking about aliens earlier. <laughs> Flint, how do you feel about aliens? You think aliens might be real Man, or not? Hell yeah. yeah! They're all in the Andromedus Galaxy. <laughs> they're, out there, bro. they're hanging and wanging. Man, hell yeah! You get back so to the lunch table when they say, "Yo, what'd you do last night?" Ah, oh, you know we went to see the Andromedus Galaxy, you baby. Know? Yeah. You want to smoke this moon rock, baby? <laughs> Smoking on moon rocks, baby. Hey, and then I guess you never found it, right? Bang, yeah. bang, you know slap, it doesn't slap. exist. We just slapped hands. I don't know if you can see that on the, the telescreen. Pull your spaceship over to the curb. Let me see your hands. There's no curb. The Androgynous Galaxy is a one-way cop. <laughs> what you know about all this infinity, dog? I wonder, do, do cops... Um, to all, the, to all the cops out there, you know, call in if you feel like yeah. you should. But uh, do you guys give them the number five three seven uh-huh. two suck 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 four. So give us the call if you. Sucks. Yeah, is that? Yeah, so uh, Organstein. You guys got that media file. So just <laughs> point, and then it's dot jpg. Um, <laughs> dot mp3. Dot mp3. Uh, cops, MPGs. how do you feel about? Sorry, how do you? <laughs> How do cops feel about the word cop? You know, do you rather me call you a police officer? Do you want me to call you um, a, 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 a steward of the Sir? law? I mean, what do you, what do you, what do you want? Because, because how cops, about I call you Piggly Wiggly? Piggly Wiggly. Oh, let me tell you what. Speaking of the the cops, twelve is another reference for cops. One, two, fuck them. And the best player on the Miami Dolphins right now. Number 15, Albert Wilson. He's a top new prospect. He wore LeBron South Beach cleats in the last game and scored two touchdowns. Was the AFC Offensive Player of the Week. You don't say. His Instagram profile, mind you, one of the fastest players in the league, his Instagram profile is, I think I see 12. Hell yeah. yeah. That's why he's so fast. Hell yeah. He is a beast on the field. I don't know if I think I see 12. That's what it means. But that's definitely what it, it is. is, right? It is. He's like the new He Hate Me. But Remember it's like guy? he runs so fast. But he is a beast, man. Remember He Hate Me? Shout out Albert Wilson. Big fan, man. XFL. Remember? Oh, There's this no. player called He Hate Me. That <laughs> motherfucker was lightning quick. I remember the XFL so well. The first day, a blimp crashed. What happened to <laughs> a the blimp XFL? Crashed. Yeah, nigga. Oh, a My dirigible, no. Not I simply him. cannot. My dirigible is going down. That's funny. I live in a world with dirigibles, you know what I mean, baby? Blimp. Blimp. Blimp hey, is shit. just dimple backwards. Damn. That's beautiful. I'm going to name my daughter. Here. I'm going to name Teach my daughter Dimple. Devil. I'm going to I used to have a joke that I said I wanted to name my daughter my daughter Ariola. Oh, oh wait. Because because she'll be just like a nipple, you know, sensitive. <laughs> and uh that's wrong of you. In the cold. It's not like Donald Trump talking about his daughter. As somebody with kids is so If weird I had to right name now. my daughter anything, I wish I named her Nippa. <laughs> Ariel. She's so black, I name her Labia. <laughs> Hamburger. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm glad I don't do that bit anymore. <laughs> <laughs>
It's just a bunch of fucking real ones out here hanging out. Hey, let me ask. Let me put. Let Kate me pose. Hogan. Let me pose. A, what, I, what I say? Your published author, Kate Hogan. Yeah. Let me pose a question to the published author. <clears throat> um, you published author? I'm not gonna ask a question. I'm gonna pose it. So make where sure. your publication is, Kate. Uh, so I'm published in the International Society of Humor Studies. Um, humor Studies. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did a write-up in the comedy um, comedy column for the Quebec Journal of Montreal about Just for Laughs. And then next year in May, I just got accepted to Alternative Comedy. So I'll be performing at Kent University in Cambridge. Who's your funniest comedian right now? Go. Funniest comedian? Right now, all time, go. Uh, of Top three. Oh, of all time? Let's Top see. Uh, current new ones would be Christian Scholl. Um, older ones, definitely Steve Martin. Christian Scholl's hot. Never heard of her, James says she's hot. <laughs> to me, it's important. 10 of 10, would smash. Big facts. Who else? With um, Let's see. Uh, I, I've been reading a lot. Like I really like the old stuff like Lucille Ball. I watch that still to go to sleep. I love Lucy. Yes. Yeah, she was she was horrible as a wife though. She was hilarious on TV. <laughs> I love I love Desi. That's what I love Desi. Desi Desi was a true. Yeah, he was, he was great. I, I want to I want to be like him when I grow up. I did want to be like Desi on when I grew up because that nigga went to work and he came home lickety split. <laughs> uh, so top three were uh, Steve Martin, Lucille Ball, and Kristen Shaw. Kristen Shaw. Christian Shaw, past the present and the future. I feel like I feel like TV is a huge part. Like uh, old TV is a huge part of a lot of comedians' lives, and we don't like to admit it because it's like a thing that we do when no one's watching us. So it's I just watched TV. Benson for the first time, dude. Benson, Barney Miller, Benson. Barney Miller. You like Benson? Did you guys like Benson? <laughs> I never watched Benson, but I have seen a lot of Barney Miller. I never watched it. He looked real angry though. Remember Red Dwarf? Benson no. was Jerry Seinfeld's first TV show he was ever on. Jerry Seinfeld what? used to date a 17 year old. Hell no. Yep. He's kind of gross. Is, is it no not wholesome? What? I would. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't even I'll want to. I'll make a judgment call. I don't want to. No, I don't. Interesting question, though. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think. Great that, segue. Great that, segue. Uh. In that situation, who's I guess Jerry Seinfeld's more at fault. At yeah, fault? What? <laughs> He's an adult. Yeah, that's a fact. <laughs> He's an adult. <laughs> well, I don't know. I feel like I don't know. I'm not gonna get into this. Women are insidious even as children. Let's call a seventeen year old woman a children. Insidious, that's really that's a movie I never want to see again. If you replace a word if you replace insidious with another word that I can think of that starts with an S. Anything but in see the root of this problem. What? That's a gross thing to think about. But, like, think about the uh, indoctrination of fucking teen girls today, Kate Hogan. I mean, all this fucking evil and fucking wretchedness pointed at these women and body dysmorphia and all this other shit. Young girls, 17 years old, on the precipice of womanhood, probably thinking about, you know, I don't know, what what does Britney Spears like to wear? I don't know. So before we continue, James, uh, if you can enlighten me, what exactly is uh, that big word you just said? Precipice. Precipice? It's no, like no, no. The, the edge. The edge, the forefront. Go like three big words before that. <laughs> Insidious? No, no, no. No, no, no. You describing uh, ladies, which is word? He, it was good. It was good. Uh, probably yeah. Body dysmorphia, dysmorphia. body yeah, dysmorphia. Yeah. What, what is that like a Power Ranger that you like? What, how well, they... body dysmorphia is kind of like a uh, when some when you look in the mirror. Like I me, mean, I reverse body dysmorphia. I look in the mirror and see Idris Elba. Exactly. And some people look in the mirror and see Roseanne Barr. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, yeah. And that's a real thing for people. Like I made a joke out of it, obviously, but it's like some that's something that happens to a lot of people, especially women, because of you know like. Magazines, Kate Upton's fucking right, right. inhumane looking arms. I mean, like, who reads magazines? Teen girls. Really? <laughs> yeah, like, bro. People really meet, read magazines, yeah. too? A lot of good gossip stuff, probably, I'm sure. Prince is dead. For real? All those photos are retouched. Everyone has, like, people, they released those photos, Prince man. Tupac is in Cuba right now. Tupac is in fucking uh, Sheboygan, Michigan, eating cheese curds, talking about. Who shot you? <laughs> like Mormon, now. Kate Hogan returns from the lavatory, and Kate we're back. Marcelo, Dave Flint, you guys are some fucking hilarious dudes. Thank you. 
Dave, I know we've talked a little bit on the old program recently. Uh, not That was a while ago, actually. Yeah, it was a couple months ago. Right? It's good to have you back. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you having um, me on here. You told some great stories about Glenville days and all that kind of stuff. You can hear all those episodes of Teach These Devils on Pressure Life. Fucking wherever you find your fucking podcast, Spotify, I, Apple Music, iHeart, everywhere. We're everywhere. We're in your butthole. Um... <laughs> Dave, what's the most important thing for you when you tell a joke other than making people laugh? Do you want to inform? Do you aim to inform? I like that. Hell no. There's no other thing. All you want to do is entertain. Absolutely. I support that statement. Marcelo, for you, when you tell a joke, do you aim to entertain purely or only inform? Uh, Or hold up a mirror even? I think that's a, I think that's a a complicated question because, uh, we accept also, complicated answers on TC Devils. I attempt to uh, not misrepresent something. Right. Okay. I be accurate if you want to really show. Yeah. You want to hold yeah. up a mirror and this is actually a thing. Yeah. Yeah. I respect that. Kate Hogan, as a published humorist and comedian, how do you? <laughs> how do you aim to write a joke? Um. I'm going to make sure it's uh, funny. Uh, a lot of humor theory says that humor, essentially, the base of it is is an obstruction. So it's an obstruction of some sort of assumed structure. So social, grammatical, just silliness in general, kind of like the Ministry of Silly Walks, like that whole skit is an obstruction of a few, th- you know, it's layered in a sense of like, it's obstru- It's a general physical comedy bit all the way up to like making mm. fun of government and how it's so... There's so many dumb bureaucratic idiocies throughout this system that we created to make our lives easier. And so that's what, um, kind of like when I write a joke, I like to be apt, kind of like how you talked, you don't want to misrepresent. Um, like I had a friend who, uh, his parents are from India and I lived in Calcutta for a while and he goes, Oh man. Kate Hogan 2020, by the way. Do you have do you have jokes on that? And he got excited. I was like, actually, no, because I live there, but that's not my culture. So I don't want to like make fun of like I have jokes about wanting to be a nun and stuff, but not actually I'm not going to make fun of someone else's culture that they graciously let me into their homes for. And so that's where it's kind of like it doesn't mean I don't make mistakes or I'm not like ignorant in some aspects or words. But essentially, when I speak, it's it's you know, when I make a joke, it's to obstruct. You be a great politician. Honestly. She flowing. She flowing. that answer. When attempting to deconstruct (laughs) the composition of comedy, you got to deconstruct. take into consideration the silly walking skit. Sometimes when we touch, the honesty is a bit much. (laughs) Um, I think... It's Man, gonna just, be you. Just be funny. I feel like me, if you inform what comedy is just by accident because you. Just I always try and inform. Yeah. Know this. Know this to be your truth. You don't have to. You don't have to make a statement with your comedy. Like you know what I mean. Like it doesn't have to be a political statement. Like people tell me that I make political statements. So like with my and that's not to say I don't talk about politics, but like I get kind of annoyed when they like pigeonhole me and typecast me into oh she's a political, she's a social justice comedian. Oh, you feel like they, they typecast you. Yeah. What's a pigeonhole? <laughs> it's a uh it started it's a in the early nineteen hundreds. What is that? It's a sad thing. What that, is it and why does no one want to be in it is what I want. Do you want to be a pigeon? I mean pigeon holder, right? Who, who puts pigeons in holes? No one. I've only seen him hang out on roofs. That's what I'm saying. Or, or uh, I've seen him hang out on the floor a lot. They Maybe walk he's around holding the, the pigeons, walking around. So is it pigeon holder? You don't want to be a pigeon holder? No, it's a pigeon hole. Uh, pigeon hole. Like, um, I mean, I don't know the exact history of it. Pigeon hole, it's like H H O L E. Sixteen seventy four. Pigeons, messenger pigeons, were actually put into little holes before they were allowed to go out and send messages. I actually don't think it's from the bird pigeon. I think it's from those uh, clay discs that they call pigeons that they shoot. I, I disagree. <laughs> I think it's called pigeon hole. You ever seen a pigeon? They're filthy creatures. I disagree. Barely edible. I Let me tell you. Their blood tastes of nothing. Their blood tastes of nothing. Their blood tastes of nothing. <laughs> oh. Sorry, everyone. You got a little too real for myself. Yeah, just like, <laughs> listen. Three rights and a wrong. Pigeons fly a lot. They used to send messages. They hang out on street lights, and their blood tastes like nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it tastes of nothing. 
<laughs> no, aside, no satisfaction. Aside from all the pigeon racism, James, you said you like to say something with your material. I do like to inform with my jokes, I bro. I wanted to ask you, do, do you start with the message that you want to put out and then make that funny? Or, or are you... You just in a moment and you feel funny, Sometimes, and then you also want to tell them something. When I like uh, sit down to write a joke that is about a thing, like uh, I think one of my best jokes is one of the jokes that I never really tell is the uh, the joke about um, uh, uh, that shooter that fucking shot up that church, the black church. He went in there and like shot all the Dylan black Roof. people. Dylan fucking Roof. Kate Hogan, twenty twenty. <laughs> Dylan Roof. They're gonna use this <laughs> in, your, in your negative ad. Am I negative, Ed? No. Dylan Roof. That man is terrible. Dylan Roof. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> gotcha, Kate Hogan. And it, no, but like I wrote a joke about that guy that's like, it. it's from the percept- perspective of those people. And obviously it's a joke, but it's like, I open it with, what does it take for the Confederate flag to come down? Oh, okay. Which is a very serious point. Got the ears point. perked up. And you're like, wait a minute. And kill a whole bunch of black people in church. Oh Lord, don't let me dine here with Sheila. She's got roaches in her house. I never eat her potato salad. Like, it's a it's a thing that's real, and it's also a thing. Like, I don't know if anyone grew up in black church, but like, some of the nastiest people in the world are those black women at church clapping their hands. Like, they will talk about you. <laughs> Your musty, rusty, dusty ass. They will fucking speak some shit on you, yeah, all you while know. trying to get closer to God. That right. I um, are they don't trying to bring you up? Churches, but I promise you, there are white women who do that too in church. Oh, I bet <laughs> they do that shit at Starbucks. And they I, do it at fucking and Episcopalian. And I promise church. you that there are no Latin people <laughs> that do this. I will say though, ever. some of the like the biggest gossipers I know are men. They're just like, did you hear? Did you or like not even? It's just like this petty little like almost matter of fact, real monotone thing that they do. Where I'm like, oh, da, 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 I'm hanging out with this person. You are. Like just like that little seed of like. Wait, what type of church you go to? No, this isn't gossipy. church. This is just. <laughs> Dude, you see, like gossipy <laughs> man everywhere. Outside of church too. This is people. Gossip to me is like it's like pizza in New York. Like you really got to reinvent it if you want to be good. Gossip? Yeah. You got pizza in New York? No, you got to reinvent it out here if you want to be good. Pizza in New York is fine. I don't know. Pizza in New York. I think is it's too. It's 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 a saturated market. It's everybody. You want to be able to get a slice of pizza on every corner. That's my want, New York. Exactly. And some people want to get a slice of gossip everywhere they go. Exactly. And that's why Perez gossip Hilton. Sucks this message is brought to you <laughs> by Perez Hilton. Supported um, fully. Perez Hilton went, graduated from my high school. That's cute. <laughs> yeah. Who's Perez Hilton? He's a, he's a gossip columnist. Gossip. He's gossip had like dude. a gossip famous somehow you know how there's Gossip sassy. Girl and it's a big deal that yeah. show that women watch this, he's like Gossip Guy I don't gossip watch Gossip Guy yeah, I yeah. watch Gossip Guy I don't. <laughs> <laughs> no I don't I'm writing it hey. I can see it in my mind you guys I think that uh, we have had enough profit ramblings from everyone to make this a whole last episode wow. of completely completely off the rails beautiful excellent well time to teach these devils I do want to thank all my guests especially you Marcelo you're such a young man if I might please excuse me for my interruption but before we bid ourselves do I have to know I must know go on then what today did we teach these devils I've been waiting to speak to you fam I've been waiting to speak to you about this brother I don't like hearing you talk like this man power up fam now listen here you might Power up, fam. <laughs> That's the only way to know. Now, listen here. No, what, what did we, what did we talk about? Oh, mate, he's got well, dyslexia. He doesn't like it when you talk to him like that. I don't, I don't, I've been waiting to speak to you about this, bro. I've been waiting to speak to you about this. I've actually left you a bit of a pot pie at your, your so called turf. I've left you a bit of a pot pie. Oh, My boy Dylan, he cooks. It's actually <laughs> delicious. <laughs> <laughs> you might have seen him, mate, on Top Chefs in that. Yeah, in that. In it. In it. In it. In it. Taste it. In the delicious. Taste these devils in it. Wow, wow, wow. Soccer hooligan. Soccer hooligan, Oi. Kate Hogan. <laughs> Oi, mate, I want to say thanks for everybody. Thanks. Well, what did we teach these devils? Well, today? I want to teach. I, I think you're right, Dave. I forgot one to teach thing. these fucking devils one thing. Kate brought up an excellent point about wanting to be a nun back in her youth. And my friend, who I think is going to be a guest here soon, just recently got back from Africa, a place that's very powerful and uh, struggling to make not Wakanda. Wakanda's doing well. And they hide it behind a white wall. How ironic. Um, 
<laughs> I fucking had a lot of problems with Black Panther, bro. <laughs> Black Panther, we're not done. Black Panther one made me tight. Starving dude. to death with a bowl of rice while Black Panther flying on the hoverjet. Shit made me tight bowl. as fuck. Okay, you ready for this, Dave? Black Panther, right? When he gets, when, did you see it? First of all, fuck that nigga. First off, yes. Billions of dollars. Killmonger all day. Vibranium suits. And you, I can't even get food stamps. You know you got to make 200 <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. You know in America, you got to make $200 King Jaffe, Jafar dropped his son off in the middle of Brooklyn. King Jaffe. <laughs> and fucking the water. Prince of Wakanda can't come to America with a couple dollars in his pocket trying to feed these niggas working at Dow's. I still haven't watched Get Out. I got to watch Get Out. Oh, it's great. I can't watch Get Out. Because my situationship that I'm in, my relationship, that might be detrimental. Everybody keeps telling me, like, don't you watch it by yourself. I mean, I can, but I feel like, what's that going to do to me? <laughs> I feel like a lot of people's relationships have been destroyed by Get Out. You'll get hypnotized, too. <laughs> now, it's like, what is this about? Some dude get kidnapped or about some white no, people? No, 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 don't it's do this. Don't a, do this. Don't do this now. It's about the show. We won't do it. But we won't. But back, back to Black Panther. Wakanda for now. Black Panther's so many problems. Uh, he gets buried in white snow when he comes back. It's Black Panther at one point. Right. Nobody in the snow has right. t-shirts. Right. Wakanda's covered by a white wall. What's happening? I don't understand. What's going on? White dude wrote that movie, Secret Fucker. Can't fool him. I got you. Can't fool a fool a boy. You can't fool him. Anyway, like I said, uh, we, we fucking got one. I'm sure, Dave, you have to come back. Absolutely, you're more than welcome at all times. There's been a couple times where I haven't been around. Yeah, you're always welcome. It's just we all have been very busy, and that's why you just had you popped in surprise me with these fucking woadies. Oh man, it's my girlfriend, mom. Oh shit. Say thanks to everybody. Yeah, thank you, Marcel. Go see your show, Marcel Live. Um, Please do our next one is October 24th at the uh, John Carroll University. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Everyone, make sure you go see Marcel. This will be everybody, fam. Be I've been waiting to speak to you on this. I've been waiting to speak to you about this, bro. The 24th, this will be out right before that, so you'll get some sick press on that, Larry. Yeah, 24th, 730, John Carroll University, O'Malley Center TV Studio, which is room 7 in the O'Malley Center. Beat that booty TV studio. All day, all day, all day. Marcelo, you ever, you ever um, take a young lady to the TV studio talking about, this is where I film my... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> TV show, baby. No, you have haven't a TV done that. Show? I have a TV show. It's not a TV show. It's, not, I don't it's a multimedia broadcast, yeah, non-broadcast television. Like YouTube for now, but that's dope. It's it's a uh, it's the Marcelo Live. Marcelo Live. It's, like it's, a, a, it's 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 we got to do a crossover show. Jeb Show TC TC's done with Marcelo. Tomorrow. Um, let me get the thing up because it's got local R&B artists and local rap artists. Um, so you mentioned that first, like, that's <laughs> oh, because yeah, I'm the only comedian. Oh, that's you horrible. just said local. You're from New York. Horrible. Wait a minute. Wait you're a minute. from New York and you're talking about local hip hop. Do you like hip hop? Do you like hip hop, bro? If I drop back to back bars and shit, do you come like hip hop? Here we go. This is it. How they do this? Thing? It's the sweetest day. And it's uh, fifteen dollar tickets. Where's this? Ooh. Someone is really concerned about where she's going. 2994 West 25th Street. Oh, okay, you did. Go there. See Kate Hogan. See Black. She's with Black people. The poster is Rastafari. So you're the only comedian in this black From 10 p.m. to 2.30 a.m. think you were black? That's what I saw. Live thought when I saw that. Live they think you were black? No, this is Yo- Yolanda. She's not friend. And she has a production company. Yolanda. <laughs> Fifteen dollars for singles, twenty for couples, twenty out of the what, what is it? That's for? a black production, is it not? That's some nigga shit, dude. Not for twenty dollars. Kate Hogan performing at this. Kate Hogan. Five two nine Entertainment presents. <laughs> Kate Hogan, that is off brand for you, I must say. I'm on all brands. I don't she fucks with black people, you guys. You like, um, what's gonna be a first joke? This one, black. Do you like raisin brand? I think OJ did it. Oh, oh shit! Pretty sure he killed John Denae Ramsey. Did it. Wow. Set up. Figured it out. Punch. Great job. Great job. This is at the time. Whatever. She knows. She didn't even have to go. She she made it. Ladies and gentlemen, that concludes this episode of Teach These Devils. Thank OJ you so much it. for listening. OJ, 
may have definitely killed John Benet Ramsey, as been concluded here. Um, he also probably outran David Beckham <laughs> just recently. Um, Marcelo, thank you again. Thank you. It was a great time. Shut up. <laughs> David Flint, thank you. We'll see Blessings. you back soon. Blessings. Let me come back. Kate Hogan, thank you so much. Thank you. You're welcome. And James Russell, thank you, you beautiful black god, you fucking Adonis, you golden fucking Tell him. calf, the fatted calf of Cleveland comedy, so my dick. <laughs> I can't dig it. We'll see you next week on TC's Devils. Thank you so much for listening. Rum <laughs> da <laughs>